Good morning, everybody. How are you? Hope all is well. Welcome to another episode of Shot of Philosophy. Today, still with Marcus Aurelius's Meditations, we're looking at page 86, number eight. And I love this one. I think this is something I've actually been trying to work with on a daily basis, like to get myself focused on the day. So I've been using different words. Maybe I'll adopt these now. Um, but I think that's what Marcus is trying to do here. So number eight, he tells himself, forget the future. When and if it comes, you'll have the same resources to draw on the same logos. So even just those first three words are pretty great, right? If you're someone who, let's say, you know, which is such a natural part of being a human, um, who grapples with anxiety, right? Fear of the future, anxiety, something that largely lives in our imagination. Where I would say we could even say maybe, you know, if it's something that you deal with on a daily basis, maybe we need to think about what Marcus is trying to tell himself here. Right. So the Stoics, among other things, were really big on living in the moment. They were really big at seizing the day. They were big on exercises and practices that would help us see the beauty, the value of this moment. So maybe a part of that has to be forget the future. Right. And again, we don't, as I do a lot of meditations, right? I've done this maybe four times already. He's not saying don't ever think about the future. That's different. We have to keep in mind, once again, the nature of this text. He's having a day. He uses journaling as a practice to get through his days, to make his days the best they can be. So he's telling himself here to forget the future, likely because he himself was feeling anxious. Right? And think about how beautiful that would be if in moments of anxiety and moments when you're thinking about the future, and we're going to get to the other big word, the single, probably the single biggest word in this short entry, aside from maybe forget the future, um, is the word if, right? When and if it comes. We cannot assume tomorrow will come. We have to kind of, you know, ever keep in mind, for the Stoics especially, that we are mortal, that the future is not promised, right? This is almost, you get two for one here. You get live in the moment with the forget the future or live in a less anxious life. A big aim for the Stoics was that inner freedom, right? Anxiety, of course, is not inner freedom. Anxiety is, we could say, torturing ourselves, making our present state of being, our present emotional state, our present thinking, feeling and acting subservient to our image of the future, right? So our ideas about tomorrow make us feel like shit today. Not a good idea, right? Although again, I do it all the time. It's super common. Um, that word if implies, we don't know. If almost here implies memento mori. I would say it actually is implying memento mori. Remember that tomorrow is an if. Don't make assumptions. Our days are numbered. We don't know how many we have. Right, so the idea that we would waste a day, we would waste a moment. That's going to happen, of course, right? Keep in mind, he's saying here, forget the future, because I would argue that he's been wasting a couple moments at least. Maybe he's wasted a whole week being anxious about something he has a month from now or a month, a month from when he wrote it, wrote this entry, right? Don't worry about it. You'll deal with it. You'll deal with tomorrow with the skills you have today. Well, what can you do with your skills today? You can make them better, or you can spend this time paralyzed by being anxious. Right, the same logos is sort of like, you know, she's sort of saying here the same reason, the same ability to examine yourself and examine the world. And in even writing that, he's winning. Right, because we, we are, to an extent, we could argue, I think, we are what we're making ourselves to be right now. That's who will greet 
tomorrow if it comes. So when he's telling, I think that's such a powerful idea, right? Going back to you know a little bit here to the first part. Forget the future. What are your most anxious thoughts in terms of intensity? What are the anxious thoughts you deal with most frequently? And that's sort of how I look at things. I'm surprised I haven't mentioned that yet, right? We have intensity and we have fre frequency of thoughts. And then we think about our reactions to these thoughts. So if our reaction to, let's say, even I think this is a better idea than saying a random anxious thought, if we looked at the things we are most frequently anxious about, let's try to get down to the bottom of that. Why are these anxieties here? Right? Can anxiety maybe, can we learn something from it? That could be positive. Could, could some anxieties drive us to positive thinking and acting? And then we have to get rid of some anxieties that are just not even helpful. So that's the thing, once again, what he's trying to do here. He's saying, forget the future. He's like, forget about it. Forget about this anxiety. If it's not true and it's not happening and it's not helpful, why bother thinking about it? Right. I think also we can turn some of our anxiety, some of our stresses into at least to some degree positives. Right, you're anxious about the test or about the presentation at work or what have you. A week from now, well, okay, you can use that anxiety to sort of fuel some sound, good actions in the moment. Right. But beyond that, and that's, you know, I think anxiety can do that, but I think unfortunately we let it get excessive and then it ends up paralyzing us and making things worse. It doesn't have to, though, necessarily. So, although I think this is a pretty simple, Straightforward one, right? The mantra here, I think, would be forget the future. It could maybe be forget the future, just train. Forget the future, just prepare. Because um, when he's saying the same resources to draw on, we want to make sure we have resources. You gather resources now and today. Even reminding yourself, once again, that I'll deal with it when it comes. That's a nice little mantra too. We can always find something to be anxious about. It's always possible because it's imaginary, right? So it's false. It's not real. I think this is a great Seneca quote, right? The false is limitless. You could always find a way to make yourself anxious if you dig into your mind in a specific way and you ask the wrong questions and pursue the wrong answers. So instead, we try to focus on today, what's already in hand. And we want to do things today that ultimately are purposeful as we had you know, in an earlier episode, right? Have an underlying purpose for what we do as regularly as possible. Things that are just, things that are good. And if we do those things, those things will actually, or let's say if we do things that embody those virtues, the, you know, they'll actually prepare us for the, for the tomorrow that might come. You don't prepare for tomorrow just by sitting and anxiously thinking about it. So hope this is helpful. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you soon.